Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tavis Samir. And today I have a guest, Catherine Cooper from Southern Charm Savannah is here with me to discuss the entire show and the upcoming season finale. And hopefully she can tell me what I want to know about what happened. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, guys. How are y'all? It's nice to be around a Southern girl. I want you to, to say as many y'alls as you can because I just love that. Y'all, 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 y'all. All right, so Southern Charm Savannah, it's a kind of a spinoff, if you will. Absolutely. Of yes. Southern Charm. How um, how has that been taping for you this year, this season? Well, this is all, it was all very new to yeah. us in the beginning. It was definitely a little scary. Yeah. This is and you, something... s- you saw the first, the originally, the original Southern Charm, so you kind of had an idea what you're getting yourself into. I did my homework once yeah. they kind of came down to Savannah. I would too. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, once we had signed our contracts, I was watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I signed up for. And yeah. like closed my computer. Yeah, and, and like, had a panic attack. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've like had anxiety for like a year. But yeah. I feel now that we're on the final episode, I'm loving it. You so are? So it has been a great experience. Um, definitely highs and lows. But overall, I've loved so it. So for people who haven't started watching your show... What is the premise of it, and what can you tell me about everybody in it right now? Like, how would you describe your show? I would say that, you know, it's definitely authentic in the sense that this is a group of people that have known each other their, the majority of their lives. Mm-hmm. So it is not just these transplants that have been, you know, put in a city to make a show. We know each other. We know each other's families, uncles, aunts, pets. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, so I think there's a different dynamic than Southern Charm Charleston. Mm-hmm. So you really get to see, I think, the authenticity authenticity yeah. of those relationships um, and all of the drama that ensues. All of the drama that ensues. Mm-hmm. Did you get some time where you were thinking to yourself, um, I, why did I do this? <laughs> I mean, we're going to get <laughs> into the fun part. We were talking about the anxiety from finding out, seeing what the other Bravo shows are like, the fact that these guys are all your friends for the most part, and now you're filming together. Right. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a crazy, crazy roller coaster experience, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. You wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. One of the big things about the season that I could t- could get from watching it was um, there's a big thing about you personally and your relationship with your boyfriend, who's fellow boyfriend castmate Kyle. Lyle. 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 <laughs> everyone, everyone gets that wrong. I even actually I sometimes call him Kyle just because people Lyle. are like Kyle. I'm like I kind of like that better. As I like it better. Yes, yeah, with your boyfriend Lyle, and um, you were accused of infidelity. 
Yes, so, do not listen to those crazy allegations. I think that at this truth party, Ashley's backed into a corner. Everyone's coming at her. So she's going around the table saying, I've got dirt on every one of you. Yeah. So we're like, what? And she said it like that, too. Yeah. I've got like, dirt on every one Don't of even you. let me go into your past. It's like, girl, you do nothing about her. You know, nothing about our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I just think that was her way of just, like, trying to crawl out from the corner whenever when she felt she was under attack. So did it put a strain on your relationship with... Lyle? Not at all. No, he we both were you. like laughing. Yeah, no, there was there was no there was nothing even to come of it. Like we were just like sitting there like who, really? And she's like uh, uh I don't know. You know, I just think that, that was her way of trying to crawl out of whatever her dark her hole defensiveness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that party was really interesting because there was um, what is the name of the cast member who's dating someone who is um. His name they Awesome. Awesome. Yes, yes. Awesome. Happy. Happy. So there was this whole thing about like there's a little bit of like you guys touch on race relations yes, a lot very much. like it's actually kind of like huh um, where there's a whole thing about her he's um, Muslim and she's a Southern Belle and she gets a lot of criticism from dating him and she really had like a breakdown at this party right because she said she's tired of people judging and what did what did that make you think because that's some heavy thing there's something else that happened with another cast member too but yeah with Daniel and Nelson so and it is kind of interesting that this is a focal point but it's nothing to shy away from because it's it's real mm-hmm. and it's what people experience in their daily life and especially in the south you know you are kind of maybe looked at differently if you have an interracial relationship or if you come from a different religious background so I think these are points that needed to be addressed yeah and, you know, and good for Happy for breaking the mold and stepping outside of the traditions of, you know, of Southern Belle. Right. So, But are people still judged? Like, you know, being here from where, where I live, it's New York, it's a melting pot. I don't think people even blink at interracial anything. But you go down a little bit. Like, I have cousins that live out in Atlanta, you know, right outside of Atlanta. And, you know, he'll tell me. He was like, you know, there definitely is a little bit of that here. If, you know, if he dates somebody that's very Caucasian, he says that, you know, he does get a little bit of the um, interracial um, prejudice against him. What can you tell me about and that? I think that's just part of the South kind of it's taking them a little while to to come to the the party but mm-hmm. i think once <laughs> That's a good way to put it yeah i think once the they see it and they and it's accepted and it's normal. Then it's fine. It's and just I kind think of an initial shock. Having that dialogue on the show was nice to see because she's sitting next to her boyfriend, who's I don't know what his actual background is, but I know that he's different religion, different upbringing, and he doesn't look like he's a southern gentleman, like right. in terms of the t- traditional Caucasian kind of southern gentleman type thing. And she's in tears, having to defend him. Um, and did that make any of you guys look at him differently? Um, in a, in a positive way? or Honestly, I never looked at their relationship different to begin with. Yeah. So when she starts breaking it down, you, you realize that uh, you are going through these struggles mm-hmm. day in and day out. I mean, I never looked at him differently. Do you think somebody else in the room did? Like, I, there's a reason that she brought that up in front of everybody. So I feel, was she getting some sort of stress from other people there that she was trying to address them? I think that, you know, with her family coming from a traditional background, mm-hmm. that marrying, you know, um, Ozum, who's of a different religious background, right. was kind of hard. And I know there was talks about having the, a cross at their wedding. So I think that there maybe have been some familial yeah, pushback. Probably. Um, 
and that's probably why it happened. Because and then yeah. and then your other castmates, Nelson, um, was it Nelson that had the other? Yes, yeah. he had a, <laughs> yeah. you know, a slur that he, I think you know he had just blurted yeah. out something in his. But these are all real things. Like they're real things that people talk about. Like if you are in groups of friends, we you know have heard that, and now it's on camera. I know. And now the entire country gets to see and judge you for it. Right. And I think Nelson, like, you know, he does have this social awkwardness. Mm -hmm. So when he comes into a group setting, he just blurts out stuff. And it's like, oh, no, you didn't just say that. And he doesn't even know half the time what it means. Right. But this was on camera. So it's a little different. And, you know, I think he understood what he said. And he had, you know, apologized to Daniel. And they've moved forward. But, again, this is a real thing. Yeah. You know, this is something that people do deal with. And being... You know, Jewish in Savannah. I mean, we have a huge Jewish population. Uh-huh. So I think that he is among a great, you know, group of people that have his support. But in all parts of the other world, it is it is a real thing. It is a real so thing. It was addressed and. Yeah. Well, another thing that I thought was really funny is they were talking about money. And you guys all kind of come from, a lot of you come from money or have money. And there was something that he said that you just rolled your eyes and were like, oh, my God. It was something like money is always going to be, intimidates people. Or You have to remind me. because I, I mean, I have to go back and remember what it, the scene was, it was. But it was something. And I just sat there and rolled my people eyes. People are always like, going to be jealous of people with money. Yeah. Shut yeah. your face. Yeah. Do not even go there. So, and, you know, people are very private. I'm sorry. And people are very private in Savannah. You know, you don't want to just like air everything out there and, you know, where you come from and all of your, you know, financial backgrounds and what yeah. your ancestors did. But Nelson's just not afraid to put it out there. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, think before you talk. No but filter. That's, that's but part of his. People love no filter. Yeah. Well, that's part of his nervousness yeah. in these like situations. He just says stuff and it's like, oh my God. What is the big challenge of filming with your boyfriend? Because he's an actual cast member. He's not just, like, somebody that they brought in that you um, date, you know, or you're, right. you were the cast member and they bring him in. Because that happens a lot. But he's an actual full-on, you know, Yes, no, Kyle Lyle. The, yeah. He's, did I call um, him Kyle again? No, he said okay, Lyle, but I, I like to refer to him sometimes as Kyle. <laughs> I'm like, did I do that again? No, Sorry. no, no, no. I, no okay. I, I actually do call him Kyle sometimes, but for yeah. namesake, we'll just go with Lyle. So uh-huh. I will say just that a little that's bit. that's his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Honestly, I think the difficulty was when there was actually like, you know, some tiffs before we were filming mm-hmm. or we were kind of, you know, got in some silly little cat fight that it would show on camera. Mm-hmm. We couldn't just be like, oh, everything's fine. So when things would happen behind scenes, we would almost bring it onto the camera so that some of our interactions were very um, awkward. Mm hmm. Like, especially him. Because it's, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're doing you in front of cameras. So it's like hard. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm mad at you. I can't just get over it. You know, we're, now that we're on camera, and well, that just happened 30 minutes ago. But, you know, even the whole, um, he didn't want to have this big coming home party. And Mm -hmm. I was all excited to throw this party. And his just, like, negative attitude really impacted Mm -hmm. how things looked on camera. Because they catch everything. Yeah, he didn't want to have this party. So. I feel like a lot of our oh I just like lick the mic. That's okay. I feel like it's okay <laughs> to lick the mic. We've got lickable mics. I can get your bubblegum flavored one next time. <laughs> Please do. Make sure it's pink. Um so that was a little bit difficult was uh-huh. that some of our struggles behind camera uh, behind camera actually showed up on camera, on camera where it could have been like a lot more lighthearted and fun. Gotcha. I'm just going to fast forward to the preview for the finale because I'm not going to say I'm not circling back, but I watched the preview and in the preview he asks for your hand in marriage to your dad and you, they see your dad. That's your dad, right? Yes. Um, and then he, you see your dad going, oh, hold on here and then stop. And then 
So can you tease a little bit of what's happening at, at all? I mean, let me see your fingers. There is a ring on her finger. I just just on the wrong hand. My hand on the other hand. <laughs> I don't see a ring on the engagement finger, but you could be doing that to play with all of us. Girl, you just have to tune in to find, uh, no, see I'm, what happens. I, so no teasing whatsoever. Did you see that coming or did you know that was happening? No. No. Total surprise. Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Completely taken aback. There are several things that we need to discuss. You know, we have not lived in the same city for 10 years and here he is moving back and there's mm-hmm. a reality show that is not reality. So mm-hmm. it was like, give us a second to settle in. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the season finale brings a lot of resolution to a lot of the situations throughout the season, but mm-hmm. there's also some cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think it'll be very interesting. It'll give more of insight into each character because yeah. eight episodes that's a it's, very small window not a long, to yeah. get to know. People. What do you? How do you think you were per- portrayed this season? Like, how um, do you think you were portrayed? As a, I don't want to ask you who you think you are, but how do you think you were portrayed? I think that I was womanizing per- or wait, manizing. Is that a word? Oh yeah. Okay. So here I am, this the flirta- Jezebel, which I'm not going to deny. I have been flirtatious my entire life, whether yeah. it's like girls, boys, parent. I mean, it's just my bubbly nature. Yeah. So that may come across as flirtatious mm-hmm. and. Um, I also think that they uh, edited me where I'm always having a drink in my hand. So a lot of the Twitter is like, was she drunk 100% of the time? I'm like, well, no. No, only for eight episodes. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) would you not have any, would you not hide behind a drink? And so, and I had, um, you know, obviously a day job. So a lot of my filming was at night where you were holding a cocktail. So I just think it's funny the things that people pick up on. So you're basically portrayed as a Jezebel alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Who is like, I mean, I listen to these What's in your coffee right now? It's just coffee (laughs) with cream. But it was funny because, I mean, you know, this is a very hard process. Mm -hmm. So going through it, when things were uncomfortable, I would just kind of like try to shy away from it or not really speak to it which I think I ended up coming across looking uh, like a dumbass Mm -hmm. in a lot of the things because just burying your head in the sand well you know a lot of things about my family and even like my you know ancestors past I don't even can't even say that word anymore um ancestors well i feel like we are always like my ancestors yeah but you like, guys say that in the I south know, a lot and we they, don't I, I don't know any northern person my ancestors well and that was a I lot mean, of the premise was like they always wanted to say well in the south my ancestors it's like if you don't let me say that one more time i'm gonna lose my marbles I because I that's not how marbles. i na- that's not how i normally speak on a daily basis anyways yeah. but a lot of things i couldn't speak to because just mm-hmm. it was private things mm-hmm. so i think that I'm so, just like so you were kind of like taken aback as like how you came across what 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 I'm a lot like? more intelligent okay than so that was my next question be. how would you like people to perceive you like what do you think people hope to get to know about you at some point after watching the show what would you like to tell people you are more intelligent oh hell yeah yeah but not even that I mean I think that just you have more street come sense. with the the territory but um you know we are a fun loving bunch of people and I love our camaraderie and I think that people would really relate to that if they will you know if we get a second season they can show more of that I mean yeah. we're like the show friends yeah we do have a lot of fun we kind of pick at each other and um so like there's a season two I think hopefully people will see more of that and our true personalities come out I also noticed that you guys aren't um 
when when you are all hanging out, there was the one scene right before Hurricane Matthew where you're in a bar and you guys are hanging out and you just look like normal people hanging out at a bar. Like a lot of times I'll watch the shows and people are like perfect hair, perfect lip gloss, perfect, perfect, perfect. Like I don't know if some of those boys on the show have, have combed their hair that morning. Like there's no. one guy that I'm like, I know he hasn't combed his hair in a little That's bit. That's Daniel. I don't think yeah. he combed his hair the entire eight episodes. It's fine. But there's something really gritty about that that I like. Like you're just, you guys all, you kind of like, because it's hot and humid down there and you can see that you guys are hot and humid and your hair is, you know, frizzy. And it was I so like hot it. the yeah. entire damn time. I'm like, could somebody have like given me a brush? Y'all yeah, are sitting here fan. filming us. Yeah. <laughs> or a fan. Like some of the things that we filmed, you know, that's also something that I've learned moving forward is you do need to show up and look presentable because the cameras are not going to make you, are they, not going to beautify you no. the way that you want them oh, to. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. I mean, I was, I, I can't even tell you where something that's a little bit um, white or light colored and you're having an off day or you're having like that time of your month where you're puffy or you just had a little bit too much drink last night you see everything everything everybody on Twitter sees everything and then everybody comes after you and you're just like oh that was one of the harder things not only of what I said um but also the way that I looked I'm like I have a double chin in every (laughs) single freaking one of these episodes but you need to be friends with the cameraman be like hey can you give me and I was I'm like can you give me a heads up so I think that if there's a second season, we have a lot more knowledge about how things work and we'll yeah. be a lot Well, that's why the grittiness prepared. and the raw of the first season is, is exclusively first season. Well, they're like, After who the that, hell are like these imagine, If you imagine if you get in seven seasons, you're going to be like, you know, professional actors at that point. Oh, like, okay, yes. that's not my right angle. Is that the right lighting? Oh, I've already learned my right <laughs> angle for pictures. So we're well on our way. So I was having a conversation with one of my friends about the most absurd names we've heard from people who are Southern. Um, mine was Woodward. I actually knew a guy in college named Woodward. Um, tell me just a fun, I just really want to ask you, what's the most bizarre name you've heard from somebody in the South? Bizarre is a bad word. Southern. Like Woodward was his guy's name. Like Woodward Edison the something. Oh my um, gosh. That's a fabulous name, but that's not somebody, that, like somebody from Wisconsin probably wouldn't name their kid Woodward. I'm just guessing. Um, God, what's his name? Oh my gosh, Nelson's dog. What's Nelson's is- dog? Brutus or <laughs> Brutus Lewis Ford Jr. Something absurd. I mean, I think it's like after his family's name. God, what was it? Brutus Lewis the Jr. No, wait. We I might have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, let's let's Google his name. Oh my gosh. Nelson has a dog that's po- quite possibly named Brutus, but Brutus. Oh no, is it, like, its name is Brutus. But the fact that it has like four names. Do people like to multi-hyphen their names in the South? Um, like Catherine. Sarah Jessica Parker Cooper. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but I think that there are, you know, my, like for my, for example, my family, there are, I think I'm, I'm like one of four Catherines. We've got oh, the wow. Roberts, the Williams. The, when do you kind of hang up the name? Like, are you Catherine like the fifth or something like your fifth? Oh, I'm not the fifth, but there's a lot of Catherines in our families, a lot of Carolines, a lot of Anns. I mean, my two sisters are Caroline and Ann. I've got a (laughs) Charles Sherwood Cooper. That was my grandfather. That was my dad's, or is my dad's name. That's like a tradition. That's like a tradition. Like they keep the names for generations. Um, I'm going to wait for Nelson to text me back because his dog's name is ridiculous. Yeah, we'll have to get Nelson's tape to text you back. But the most craziest name, I mean. I know you know one. 
There's no way. You live in the South. You live in Savannah. There's got to no be somebody idea. like who's I don't like, like say anyone's you don't, like, full name. You don't have to say their last name, but like for me, for the name Woodward. Another one, Ashley. I knew a guy named Ashley, but that's not really that. Uncommon. Yeah, I've known a guy yeah. named Ashley. All right. Um, while you're thinking about that, what is uh, you know some people like kind of compare Southern Charm Savannah with Southern Charm, the first one. Um, do you find that it was irritating for you to be compared? Uh, absolutely, but I also think it's very difficult to compare a fourth season show I to agree. a first season. So it was kind of like, okay, guys, give us a break. It, because, took, se- it yeah. took Charleston several seasons to actually get a big fan base. Yeah. So we were lucky to kind of ride off, you know, ride on their coattails. Um, no, I know what you mean because I said, listen, a lot of times I look to see what the recaps of your shows were and what people on Twitter are saying, and a lot of times people have been giving the feedback that, oh, this is no, this is a, you know, a cheap knockoff. And, yeah, and it's just what, we didn't brush our hair. Well, it was hot. Or or <laughs> use any blotting powder. I mean, but come on, you didn't know. Yeah. But how, how did you? How do you <laughs> the react? The producer to that? should have. Well, you know, and again, I go back and I just say, give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it literally took three seasons for Charleston to get off the ground. I think that we have a great group of cast members that it will only continue to get better and better and better. And you will see the true nature of a group of friends that have grown up with each other for forever. And, and I think you, that the drama will continue, but in a in a different way. What kind of way? Just kind of real life shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, even Launa's relationship or... Hannah and Louis, like, is the question is, is Louis going to grow up? Mm-hmm. You know, is Daniel going to find the right woman? Is Ashley going to quit being crazy? Yeah. You know, is Nelson going to... So you guys have more of a story to tell. Oh, we have a lot more to tell. Yeah. A and, lot more. And so, because, I mean, that was one of the things. It's like, and I can only imagine that would be really, you know, a, a horrible thing to kind of deal with when you're doing press or when you're reading stuff about yourself. Because I think I read where they took all of you guys... Um, on your so- show and kind of did the parallel to who you guys were trying to be from the original Southern Charm, which I thought like amusing but annoying. If I were yeah. you, I'd be like, oh, come on. But I'm- of course they were going to do that. That's expected. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, like you take like a show like Shaws of Sunset. I, if they if they decide to do like Shaws of Sunset, Toledo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be, be they'd, they'd be in trouble. Each other. Yeah, exactly. they would be like, oh, that person is no. But uh, yeah, so um, coming up now, like I know that I always try and like, get to know the person outside of the show. Like the show is great and it's a fun, entertaining, great experience. I've entertained um, or interviewed a lot of people that do reality TV, a lot of first season people. Did Nelson text you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I wanted to name the dog. His, oh, wait. <laughs> okay, so Nelson Lewis, his full dog's name is Brutus Ford Lewis Jr. That's a pretty ridiculous dog's name. BFL. 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 Best yeah, that's pretty life. absurd. Um, <laughs> so I was saying that, um, you know, I like to know what else is happening. So, you know, what can you tell me about you? What are you hoping to achieve? Or what do you have any projects or anything coming up out of this that this is your first season? It's kind of mind blowing, but you now have a platform to do something pretty awesome. Absolutely. And. You know, I've had the same wonderful job for eight years, mm-hmm. and um, I've done marketing and finance, and obviously the show came on, and it just, I've been behind a computer for, for, for eight years, so mm-hmm. in my this time in my life, I just decided I was going to take a step back from that job and really figure out what I want to do moving forward, because as you said, you know, this um, is a huge opportunity, and it opens lots of doors, so... Um, I would just have to say not stay tuned, but you're trying to figure it out still. 
Yeah. And, and I'm, that's I'm so excited about it because I was so yeah. loyal to that job. You can't look for something else or pursue something without taking a step back and saying, okay, mm-hmm. this is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. And this has opened so many doors. So I am so excited about the opportunities and the possibilities. Um, it's going to be great. Well, I should can give you a, a little bit of advice on this whole thing. Please. It's going to change you. And whatever you, thing you were loyal to before is probably so different than what you can do. So find out what you're passionate about and go with it and, and seize it while you can because everybody gets that 15 minutes and very few people take that 15 minutes and make a lifetime career out of it. So find out what you're passionate about and jump on it now while you have the platform. And that's once, exactly what that, I'm looking to do. If that platform is gone, it is hard to get that back. You, you know? are old news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you can continue to reinvent yourself if you do something that's passionate while you have that space. So oh, I've awesome. never been so excited in my life. Uh, so are you planning a wedding? Now. Are you planning a wedding? <laughs> I'm planning my sister's <laughs> wedding. Oh, She's okay. getting married in August. Is it going to be a double wedding? No, oh, okay. not take that from her. Okay. This is her big moment. You, so see, that, you see how I snuck that in? You see how I spend it? <laughs> spend it. You're you good. It? You're ready for second season. Um, yes, I am. I, it was really just so fun having you here, and it's great to watch you on television. If you could kind of like leave, if there's something that you just want to say, no sound bites, no whatever, that you want to send uh, a message or uh, give a little bit of whatever to the people listening and the people that watch you and follow you, what would you say? I would just say to stick with it. I think there is a lot to come from this group. Mm -hmm. You will see uh, lots of different chapters of all of our lives. You know, we're navigating the waters like everyone else is. And we're kind of at that breaking point where you are making big decisions in your life, whether it is a career decision, a relationship, whether you're moving into a new house. You need to say yes to a proposal. (laughs) Yes to the dress. Yes. So I just think that we're very relatable and just continue to watch. Stick with you guys. Yeah, stick with us. You want the fans to stick with you because you got more to more to give. Oh, hundred and ten percent. Now, can you please tell me your extremely complicated social media handle for everybody? <laughs> Which one do you want? I would like. What do you? What are you most active on? I'm active on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, so you can give those. I'd like for okay. If you want to follow you? So you can follow me on Twitter. It's just Cooper nineteen eighty five. Mm-hmm. The year I was born. Mm-hmm. And then um, for Instagram, it's C C O O O. P-E-R-R. Did you get that? Or you could just type in Catherine (laughs) Catherine Cooper Cooper. and I'll come up. Yeah, you'll probably come up. She's the blonde with a cute selfie. Yes. Um, It was great having you on here. Um, When when can people watch um, Southern Charm? So, Yes, bravotv.com. You can watch it on demand. And then the season finale is this coming Monday. You're not going to be probably airing this before then. No. So so it's Mondays at... Yeah, Mondays at 10 p.m. Okay. So you can watch it Mondays at 10 p.m. on Bravo. But it's almost over. But it's almost over. So go online. Go online and watch it. Hulu. Buy, buy the uh, the disc. They even make this the anymore. The disc, girl. You were born in '95. Do you know what a disc is? <laughs> um, it was DVD. DVD. It was great having you on here. I'm really excited to see what happens next for you guys. Thank you. You're Thank you for so having me. Welcome. This was so much fun. I'm glad you had fun. Yes. Keep watching Southern Charm Savannah. Yay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.